0: I know what you are. Say it out loud. Say it. Vampire.
1: Are you afraid?
0: No. Then
1: ask me the most basic question, what do we eat? You won't hurt me. Where are we going? Up the mountain, out of the cloud bank. You need to know what I look like in the sunlight. This is why we don't show ourselves in the sunlight. People would know that we're different. This is what I am.
0: It's like diamonds, you're beautiful. Beautiful?
1: This is the skin of a killer, Bella. I'm a killer.
0: I'd never given much thought to how I would die, though I'd had reason enough in the last few months. But even if I had, I would not have imagined it like this. I stared without breathing across the long room, into the dark eyes of the hunter, and he looked pleasantly back at me. Surely, it was a good way to die, in the place of someone else, someone I loved, noble even, that ought to count for something. I knew that if I'd never gone to Forbes, I wouldn't be facing death now. But terrified as I was, I couldn't bring myself to regret the decision. When life offers you a dream so far beyond any of your expectations, it's not reasonable to grieve when it comes to an end. The hunter smiled in a friendly way as he sauntered forward to kill me.
2: I see you.
1: Hi, Dale. Hi, Amanda. If you guys haven't guessed it, this week we're doing Twilight. Yeah, we are. So I hope you guys are enjoying your delicious skin of a killer cocktail. This is a biggie.
0: It is the twilight saga the
1: twilight saga so we've talked about this kind of at length we're going to attempt to just talk about the first book we're attempting this yes and the first movie i know i already know that we're going to end up talking about
0: yeah i think that there's going to be certain pieces
1: i feel like there's uh, i don't know so we're going to we'll start about starting book right because yes. this is this is where it started for us yes i was obsessed Yes. I'm not embarrassed to admit that.
0: No. And I actually, when this book first came out, I wasn't the first, obviously, to read it.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
0: But mm -hmm. very quickly, everybody in my class at school, they were all just devouring the book. And I was like, wait a second. What is this
1: book? Okay. Now, up until this point... What had you read? They were like, "Oh, I would love Twilight.
0: I don't think I read anything,
1: okay, and the reason I'm asking this is because you weren't allowed now in this universe, no, okay, because you ha- you weren't allowed to read Harry Potter,
0: uh no, we were allowed to read Harry Potter, but we correction I listened oh that's right that's to right, that's the right. Cassettes. Yes. Yes. okay yes,
1: so for my brain, this book. Came out 2005. I was a yes, senior in high school. I
0: was a junior. It
1: could not have been more perfect for that age.
0: It was ridiculous. Like, the love of, of this book in the generation of girls was... It was ev- literally everything. Like, it, this book... Absolutely. ...was devoured by all of the girls that I was friends with.
1: See, this felt like a natural progression. Completely different,
0: but like... I had
1: read Harry Potter voraciously, yeah. like obsessively. Yeah. And at this point, Harry Potter hadn't concluded, I don't think. It hadn't. No,
0: it couldn't. Yeah. Like it, was it was probably,
1: yeah, it was probably like the first two or three books were out. Yeah. So like the fantasy genre was re- like massive.
0: Yeah. Well, in and- vampires vampires just
1: exploded everywhere you
0: know like how they say fashion it's like what every 10 years yeah, yeah, yeah. i feel like vampires are the same S- okay so, so much so <laughs> let's talk about that because we have
1: so twilight was written by stephanie meyer let's just talk about that we're, we're gonna say that right off the bat twilight 2005 stephanie meyer mm-hmm. you had true blood right uh-huh. and then yeah. you had and that was
0: later, right? That came out later. Yeah, or let's did that, look that come up. out like the same time?
1: Because you had True Blood. And now, what about the one with the Salvatore brothers? Why vampire I Diaries. Talk? Vampire Diaries. Love. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that all came out around the same time because that was a CW show.
0: Yes, it was. I did not watch it at that time, obviously, because it was yeah, a vampire I'm sorry. show. I'm really um, sorry. But I was obsessed when I did watch the entire series and then all of the spinoffs as well.
1: Okay. So this had. True Blood came out, Why doesn't it say? Well, oh, and, 2008.
0: Okay, so it was much later.
1: 2008, okay. But now let's see Vampire Diaries.
0: Because like you said, it was
1: everything vampire. Yes. Everything.
0: And I loved everything about all the shows and all of the books. Because all of these also were books prior to them being shows. True Blood as well. I'm pretty sure. I did not read the True Blood if it is.
1: I'm embarrassed. We're gonna have to dive into that. I'm very we embarrassed. Know that. We should, and I'm embarrassed because I've never seen True Blood. I know, I know.
0: And I have. That's impressive.
1: Okay, so now uh, Vampire Diaries, two thousand nine. Yes. So,
0: so Twilight, Twilight was early. Out. Yeah, Twilight, Twilight was early. Maybe
1: they started the Renaissance.
0: Well, and I remember when we were totally consumed by Twilight. There was a lot of like, as the years went by, and more of the books came out. There was a lot of, like, kind of critiquing over Stephanie Meyer's vampires because of all the other vampires that then came from that. And there was a lot of, like, oh, you're not going to glisten like the Stephanie Meyer vampires for, like, Vampire Diaries.
1: Yeah, and also, like, leading up to that point, I had Anne Rice interview with the vampire. My mom loved it. I loved it. Dracula. Dracula. What was
0: that one? Bl- not Blade Runner is also, I think, uh, mm-hmm. and then she's like a super powerful. She's like a vampire hunter. Well, Buffy, not Buffy, but yes, the vampire Slayer. But but there's a movie Van Hes- Helsing. Oh, Van Helsing. Van Helsing, Helsing yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, like we we loved vampires. Yeah. Apparently, we vampires were in.
0: Also, these were all obviously movies and TV shows, but in the book world.
1: Yeah, in the book world. I mean, well, Anne Rice.
0: Yeah, but I think Stephanie Meyer really opened.
1: She made it available. The romantic, yes, and she made well. There's some gross romance, and
0: yes, <laughs> and consumable
1: yeah. vampires, and also very digestible, yes. and very like
0: you want guys it. wanted to be the vampire, yeah. or the werewolf, and girls wanted to be one hundred percent. And I will tell you this right now:
1: I wanted a werewolf. I did not want a vampire. <laughs>
0: Especially after
1: the casting. When I saw it, I was like, wow, well, sorry. Bye. Um, but to the book, let's talk to the book. So yes. Stephanie Meyer, famously not a, not an author, not a writer. Oh, yeah. And so she said she had a dream mm-hmm. about a human girl and a vampire who was in love with her. But she, he also thirsted for her blood. So Meyer woke up, wrote the transcript of what eventually became chapter 13 of the first book. That's wild. And so, despite the fact that she had little to no writing experience, um, she finished this first novel in three months.
0: That's incredible. Girl. Well, and do I feel like I don't know the actual timeline because I, f- I remember the other books coming out like I was I was much older, but I still went. So got each one of. Yeah, them. Yeah.
1: New Moon was 2006. Eclipse yeah. is 2007. Breaking so was Dawn. was one a year. Yeah. Breaking yeah. Dawn 2008. And then we get into the Life and Death Twilight Reimagined 2015 and Midnight Sun 2020. I yeah. feel like, again, we're going to try and just talk about the first book, yeah. but obviously we're going to talk a little bit more about the saga. When it came to books other than Harry Potter, this was a sensation. This was big. Massive. This like, was
0: a huge cult following. <laughs> and it was like, like not even... We... Epic my sisters and I, the way that
1: we would read books is my mom, my poor mother would have to get like a hundred copies. Cause there's a hundred of us. Yeah. And then we would all like respectively go to our rooms and like run out into the hallway and be like, Oh God, chapter 13 And my mom. would yeah. be like, I'm not there yet. Shut up. Yeah. And then we'd all run back into our rooms. And this was a little embarrassment at first. I was like, oh, <laughs> my, what am I reading here? A little embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. But then it was just like, um, Everybody is on the same page here. Yes. yes, Everybody.
0: Everybody. And I think, so I took it out from the library. Like, that was a library book. And...
1: I love that. I I love that.
0: I was just completely... Like, it was probably one of the... Not the first book, but maybe, like, one of a couple books that I actually, like, picked up and just devoured.
1: I mean, her... Writing is not top tier. I'm like, I'm not saying like, oh, my God, she's the
0: best. Writer she's a literary ever. genius.
1: But she wrote the way people want to read things like she wrote the way that if I were to tell this story, this is right. the way I would want it told to me.
0: And. And for the right. For the right people. People
1: like now, she knew her target knew audience. The, this is something that I learned doing research for this episode. Did you know that each book is inspired by a classic? No. Guess what Twilight's based off of? Pride and Prejudice.
0: Oh, I mean, that
1: makes Come sense. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then New Moon is based off of um, Wuthering Heights. And
0: Interesting. Wait, hold
1: on. I might have said that wrong. New Moon's based off of Romeo and Juliet. Okay. okay. Eclipse is um, Wuthering, Wuthering Heights. Heights. Breaking okay. Dawn is a combo of Shakespeare's The Merchant of Venice and A Midsummer Night's Dream. Okay. And she also said that some of her literary inf- influences for this series were Orson Scott Card and Ellen Montgomery. Huh. I love That's that because we I just didn't did. Know that. Yeah, I yeah. didn't either.
0: That's interesting.
1: But I will say this. Yes, this is a girl's version of a vampire, right? Like, yes. The whole glittering skin thing. And like, if you don't know what this fucking franchise is about, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But the book's about to. Bella Swan, a girl who moves to Forks, Washington. Which
0: she really isn't described in the book. You really don't know what Bella looks like or just that she's got brown hair and brown eyes and she's very thin and very pale. Whereas the vampires in this book are described... To a T. To a T. So like we know... Do you think purposeful though? Yes. So I that abso- we, could, exactly. be the, we, we could be the... Exactly. We could be ourselves Bella. as yeah. Bella. Yes. I 100%. And I think that's also why her character is kind of dull. There's... She's so boring. Not a
1: lot to her. She's literally vanilla cake with vanilla icing, which is my favorite. But I'm just saying that's (laughs) literally what this poor girl is.
0: So but I think like when you get into this book, you are Bella. You become Bella. And
1: I, so. Edward in the books is so hot, so hot. The version of Edward in the books to me. And I just want to go on the record and say this. We're not talking about the movie yet. We didn't get there yet. No,
0: no, no. And I think that's true. I think I looked up because I was like curious. I was like, my thing was, yes, I, when I envisioned this guy, it was, it was a very different visual. There were a lot of characters that Mm -hmm. I had a very specific Mm -hmm. visual and the, we'll dive more into it. The movie did not touch on that at all. Ironically, Kristen Stewart as Bella Swan was the only Perfection. one. <laughs> Perfection. But I think like it's interesting because the characters, especially the vampires, are described so well in the book. Agreed. That it's almost like...
1: Shocking it was that like they didn't get it right? like
0: creative freedom, right? Like we know that this is how it's described, but this is its own thing. Like this is its own thing. And I... I don't. I'm just gonna save that. We're just gonna we're just gonna table okay, that. Okay, we're we'll gonna table, table that because that, that's a huge topic uh-huh. of uh, yeah. Edward <sighs> in the book is supposed to be this beautiful, like hundred and four year old vampire. Yeah, well, that's a that's a whole other mm-hmm. you know little Bella's what seventeen, eighteen in the book. I don't it's remember fine. how
1: old. It's not his fault. Like, he has to be eighteen and, like, forever.
0: He's supposed to have bronze hair, which that's who I would think. And yeah, there's just so many things. And I I think too, like you're introduced to them very quickly in the book. Yes. You, I mean, you immediately fall in love. Like they're, they're from the moment she meets him, she's instantly like, why does this man hate me? Why does he look at me like he's going to throw up? I must know why.
1: And it's also a very teenage girl thing. It's just like, ew, he hates me. I need to know why he hates me.
0: And also, hello, Pride and Prejudice.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Until you said that, I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many.
1: Now I do just want to (laughs) say, you know that our girl Stephanie Meyer is a Mormon. Wild.
0: She was she was she was making herself a little.
1: And she says that her faith influenced her work and that her characters tend to think more about where they come from and where they're going than might be normal. And she's like said this so many times in interviews that she did not want the book to be about love and lust. She wanted it to be about life and death. And I think that's probably now knowing that she's Mormon. That's going back to her. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean. It is about life and death.
0: Exactly. I was going to say the beginning of the book, too, there's a quote from Genesis. It's 2.17, and it's, um, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Well, hello. Uh,
1: He did. He real (laughs) did.
0: I mean... I mean, Mormon and vampires doesn't really go... Not normally. Uh, not I would think normally. that it would not be a thing, but hey, you know what? Whatever. So to dive right on in, our Bella, she moves to Forks, Yep. which is where her dad lives because her Charlie. mom and dad are divorced. Feel you, sister. And again, guys, if you have not read this book...
1: I don't know what to tell you.
0: We, like, um, obviously spoilers, but there's so much, like, she is kind of giving up her happiness because she hates cold and wet and damp things. And she's moving to like the number one place that is always raining, always cold, always damp so that her mom can have time with her new husband. And
1: something that I I do want to just touch on is when she moves to, moves in with her dad, you can tell they don't have much of a relationship. Like he's kind of uncomfortable. He's like the you know, chief of police. He's a little bit uncomfortable having a yeah. teenage girl, but like, she's so used to her mother's described as being like a hot fucking mess. Yes. And she's so used to mothering her mom. Yeah. And you don't get this in the movie, but in the books, mm-hmm. she realizes her dad can't cook. Yeah. So she cooks for him every night and like, mm-hmm. they sit down for these dinners and it's just, she's once again, taking care of him. Yeah. Of, of the, of the parent. She's parenting the parent.
0: Yeah. In a and, different way. And in a completely still, different way. And, yeah.
1: It's hard because when I first read it, I was like, oh, my God, what mom could be like, I'm just going to go travel with my new husband and let you be with your father. But also, you know, maybe she realized I don't have my shit together. And and he clearly does.
0: Yeah. And I think like in the book, she does talk about how she made the decision. Like Bella makes the decision to say to her mom, hey, mom, I'm going to go live with my dad for a while exactly and so like to be fair i don't think it's on the mom i think it's definitely one of those situations where like her mom would never tell her that she needed to do that but i think she clearly saw the need and also maybe she was just needing a little bit of a break from yeah her mom <laughs> being like newly married and just like a little bit of a change even though she despises forks like it's it can't stand it to the point of like she and her dad would vacation together, I think in California, so that she wouldn't have to go to Forks. So she wasn't even going there to like visit him. Yeah. He would meet her other places. And I, I also think that
1: something that bothers me that you get a lot of in the book is like in the movie, it seems like Bella's such a loner and she hates everyone. But in the book, she like has
0: friends. Yeah, she, she really on does. Her friends and- There's a lot more character building with Agreed. other characters. Whereas in I mean, obviously, we're just going to dive right into the movie part of it because there's <sighs> so much that overlaps, I think, with this.
1: Yeah. And I also think that she, you know, the. The book felt. More substantial, yes. right? Yes. And the just reading her saying she didn't want the book to be about love and lust. Yeah. That's the movie's about. Yes, there's no life and death in yes. the movie. It is yes. literally,
0: which is fascinating because Stephanie Meyer did have a
1: big hand, a
0: big hand to the point of she's in one of the scenes in the movie. In she comes up
1: twice in the series.
0: I think that's hilarious. So, so with that, the movie was released. The first movie was released in 2008, and it was uh, the first of many books and turned movie
1: killed it.
0: Yeah, it killed in the box office. I think like because there was such a following of the book, they had to know that it was going to do well. Just going into it, though, you had such high expectations. And so many. I mean, we felt like we knew these people like that. They were our friends, that they were our boyfriends, that they were our I mean, Empires and werewolves. So when we went into that theater oh boy. and that opening scene, and you're just like, oh, this is going to be so good. And obviously we knew who had been cast prior and we were really like, I don't know how this is going to work when it was released that Robert Pattinson was going to be Edward Cullen, because he sure as heck was not who I envisioned. No. As Edward. Like. No. The furthest thing. I, I, was almost like shocked at the casting, and
1: I mean, let's straight up. Robert Pattinson has said from the get, yes, he fucking hates that he's associated with this movie. Yes,
2: when I read it, it seemed like wasn't it was like it was a book that wasn't supposed to be published. It was so long.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and we were shooting it forever. If Edward was not a non-fictional character, you just met him in, in reality. You know, he's one of those guys who'd be like an axe murderer. My entire performance is based on having extreme discomfort, having contact lenses in your eyes. Just (laughs) kind of like that the entire time. He's like ultra polite, really formal all the time. Like, let me open the door. Let me carry the bags. It's like literally like you could just tell he'd just freak out one day and shoot someone. It's kind of a mixture of looking like slightly constipated and stoned.
1: He hated playing this character. Yes. The movie was really taxing. It screwed up everybody's eyes, having to wear those contacts all the time. Famously, the the girl that played Rosalie, yeah. her hair fell out from having to dye it blonde so much. Mm-hmm. And there's just like a, a lot in there that lot. realm. But Henry Cavill was a finalist to be Edward. I
0: can't even... Like, can you imagine young Henry Cavill? Like, literally, this he movie was would... He was 24,
1: be, so they said like, he was too stop old. It. I don't care. Stop it. I do not care. Have you seen The Witcher? Be, Have you seen be, The Witcher?
0: He can be cast in literally... Now. Anything and he's the best. I don't care I what just... it is. Any vampire, werewolf, fae, you name it. N- me. So <laughs> <laughs> me. Just to talk about you can do
1: it. the cast a little bit. Yes. Same with Bella. Yeah. The finalists for that were Lily Collins and Jennifer Lawrence, as well as yeah. her. And it was between the three of them. And She said straight up, Stephanie Meyer said that she did not have any. She didn't like Edward, who they cast for Edward and Kristen at first. Yeah,
0: that was not who she wanted. The only thing I always think about a lot of like you know fan fan casted like characters and stuff. I think what's always really hard is people always try to go for really big names, you know, people that they see a lot, so they can envision the person as that character. But I think what's tricky is when you have something that has so many potential. Movies in it, yeah. You need someone that is young. You need someone that can commit to years of production and like aging and not being able to commit to other things. Like, there's a lot involved in signing on.
1: That's for literally why like Jennifer that. Lawrence didn't I mean, do it because she got at, like, Hunger Games.
0: Daniel Radcliffe. Look at Emma Watson. Like, there's so many kids that yeah. were unknown who got into movies that then became who they were. And I think that also plays a huge part of like why people really didn't like Edward as. I mean, Robert Pattinson as Edward, but I also think that goes to that speaks to the director because like he's a really good actor. And I he's think an incredible actor. He was put in a in a role, obviously he accepted it. It's not like he was like arm twisted, you know, and taking I think role. he made okay money. And, like, money. he did pretty good, you know? But I think, <laughs> I think like, right. at the end of the day, I wouldn't have put him in that character. And, again, like, obviously when it's – there's such a huge following behind a book and you have to cast the characters, it's got to be really hard from a production standpoint, a casting standpoint, To find that person, I think it's great when you can have an author super involved, but a lot of times the authors don't want anything to do with it because in their mind, they already created the art. So like to then put it to a movie, and I think this is a perfect example of we envisioned such specific things when reading the book that when we saw the movie, it was like, okay, I love it, but also I hate it. There is a comfort
1: to this first movie, the excitement of like yes. seeing this world on a screen yes. that you've built up in your head. And I felt the same way about Harry Potter. And yes. I'm a huge, 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 huge Harry Potter nerd. Yes. Where it almost feels too big. And I feel like Forks, Washington is a character. Right. Yes. And like, I also feel really bad for the people in that town because she don't that town up. Yeah. And she'd never been there. She yeah. literally just to- chose a tiny, a tiny logging town, town
0: yeah, although it, I have heard, like, I, I watched, like, an interview with, like, someone that handles, like, a lot of the tourism of that town. Yeah. And they have said, like, since the movie originally, like, wrapped filming, they did really dive into, like, they have a lot of props from the movies. So they accept they it have, now. Right. And I okay. think because it did bring money to the town, but I think there was such a flood of people. Like, think about, like, you know, I think of, like, how Taylor Swift is out and about, and when people find out that she's there, the swarm. Can you imagine a real town that you can actually go and visit because it's like a drive or a quick flight and away? And you can stay in and the you can, house. Exactly. And I think that's what probably hurt the town was that there was such a huge— and it's all teenage girls, all screaming teenage girls and boys— who are just consumed by this book. And so, like, all they want to do is just be able to touch the bedding. And the I get room. it.
1: If you told me Hogwarts existed, your girl is out. If it wasn't in London, you'd be
0: there I'd every be there day. Every damn day.
1: But another casting that this one I think they got right, like, 100% on the nose, Jacob. Taylor Lautner. Yes. Was almost, by the way, recast. Yes. They planned to only use him for the first movie. Yeah, I know. The, I
0: remember that whole. Like, yeah, because he was, that was supposed a lot of be controversy,
1: huge controversy. He was supposed to just be the scrawny sixteen-year-old kid, and then they were gonna once he, you know, transitions into the werewolf. They needed a very muscular man. Yes, and Taylor Lautner was like, "Screw you! I will put on twenty-five pounds of yeah. your muscle." He did, and that boy done did it. Yeah,
0: he did, and he, he landed himself. Pretty.
1: He married pretty and he he listen, he dipped in that T Swift pool for a while too. He did. That's one of the only ex-boyfriends she still loves. <laughs>
0: also, he's just like a beautiful man. You know, like when Edward takes his shirt off, everyone was like <laughs> and then Jacob takes his shirt off and we're like, that's fine. He doesn't have to put it back on. And he doesn't. Uh, he does. He does not.
1: And you know what I love? We've talked about this on another podcast And Can We Talk About the other podcast I'm a host of is it's really important when you're Having a uh, indigenous or First Nation people in a book, yes. if you're going to bring it to screen, yeah, you better be accurate, yes. and you better be casting people who are of that tribe. Yes. And so that was something that Stephanie Meyer said, absolutely a hundred percent. Yeah, they have to be part of the tribe, and so they they did that. Wow. And a lot of the props in the set are actually are ac- from yeah, and That's they cool. and you know the part where all the young werewolves are like. Doing that call out and like yeah. when Jacob's walking out, that's an actual
0: chance that they do. Yeah, that's very cool. And
1: I think that's so important, and I respect the crap that they did that because, especially
0: then, that t- at that time, two thousand
1: seven. Yeah, but I think it's awesome because it in my brain that's exactly what it looked like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: the only thing I don't love is that they the to me Jacob had longer hair for so much
0: longer, right? Like why did why did where did his hair go? I don't know. They all though they all they were all supposed to have long hair. I know, but they all had buzzed. Why? This, I don't you're know. You're a wolf, bro. But, so then that brings me to my one of my least favorite castings. I'm is, st- which is really funny because he's not even. I mean, he's guys. Like a it's main, not the
1: animatronic baby. He's a, don't no, worry.
0: That's a, that's like a whole other. <laughs> um, is Emmett? Emmett? Look. <laughs> Emmett is supposed to have thick, curly, luscious, dark hair. Oh, Emmett. And not look like he has a teeny tiny head. Jasper. Jasper and Rosalie, because they are supposed to be twins. Which is so weird. Which is not in the movie. Not at all. So they're the Hall twins, which is never brought up. Nope. It's never talked about in the movie when they're introduced as the Collins And I always found that super interesting because they could be related. It No, no, no. I'm not saying that they were. I know. Like, how hard would it have been to find two people that had very similar features to play those two characters?
1: And not only that,
0: let's just talk about poor. That's a pretty big change.
1: Huge change. And poor Jasper looks like he's got a poop. The whole, his eyes are just like
0: and it's it's a little it's off putting it's well i guess it's supposed to be right like, I, I don't know though like i think sometimes when you like especially when you're reading the book i always find it hilarious like even the same scene when bella first walks into science class and you see edward's face and and it's described as like he looks like he has like he's in pain yes and i don't Which think he is
1: but yeah again
0: bringing it back to the director i think if you had a good director That's something that you would have like a class on. Like, how do you show that emotion without looking like you have to go poo? What? Jasper looks so
1: terrified. He's supposed to be the scary one, but he's just like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And even when he talks, it's so.
1: (laughs) And I will say, we've talked about this off camera. I loved Alice's casting.
0: Yeah. She's very tiny and
1: tiptoey, and, but also lethal. And that little pixie, she was so yes. damn cute, but also you were like, you don't fuck with her.
0: And in the book, she's described as like a cute pixie type and her hair is in all different directions. They did a really good job. They of did that. a great
1: job. I really, that's probably one of my
0: Which, why favorite couldn't they? Let's
1: talk about, let's talk about Jessica. <laughs> justice for Jessica. Uh, we love Anna Kendrick, but Justice for Jessica.
0: But like, what?
1: That's not accurate.
0: It's not even a little bit. She's supposed to have super bushy, curly hair, for starters. I mean, not that that's like, that's not super important, I guess. But when you're envisioning the character, she was, I didn't know who she was. When she came on the screen, I was like, oh, they have a new character.
1: She did have the annoying voice that Jessica has in the books, though. I will say that.
0: Yeah, but I did not envision her as the character that was cast.
1: Oh, me either. And something else. Yeah. So, like, this, I think the reason it resonated so much with the people our age, so this is considered young adult, right? Which I, I mean, like, I was yeah. 17, 18 years old. I yeah. think I would be a little bit past young adult, but I love clean. young adult books. Yeah. I love young adult books. But it really does, exp- <laughs> I do, I love, Percy Jackson, stay tuned. I know. Um, In the book. Yeah. Their first kiss. Yep. Is so different. Yes. Than the movie. In the movie. They're in her bedroom where he watches her while she sleeps.
0: Yeah, not creepy at all. The hundred and four year old man.
1: Fine with it. (laughs) But like I loved the build up in the book to her finding out he's a vampire. She's like on her computer and she's like, there's such like a build up that when she finally does, you're like, Oh, this she gonna die. Yeah. And it's not there in the movie. No. It's like immediate romance.
0: No, she touches his hand and then all of it starts to like fly. (laughs) And then she goes home and she's like
1: and their first kiss in the movie, mm-hmm. she's just wearing underpants and a T-shirt. Yep. And she's sitting on his lap. Yep. And don't get me wrong, it was hot as fuck.
0: Yeah. But, but it that was, is
1: not it was, how it happened in the book. No, it's not.
0: But it's also like how their, like their first interaction is totally different in the movie. Completely different. And How so- they're introduced is totally, they're not walking into the cafeteria, strolling slowly into the cafeteria. That does not happen in the book. No. And like, I wish that it, didn't happen in the movie.
1: You know what I wish didn't happen in the movie? The fucking, hold on tight, little spider monkey.
0: What? Robert Pattinson, uh, when he
1: said that line, must have been like, I'm being paid $30 million. I'm being paid $30 million. I'm being paid $30 million.
0: That, he will never get away from that.
1: Hold on tight. That's not in the book, people. That's no, not in the book. Not. If you are a movie watcher and not a book reader, that is not in the book. It's not.
0: And for good reason. <sighs> For for very good reason actually, because it's <laughs> what the f-
1: actual like why shit. and there is a a moment in okay rewatching I haven't rewatched the movies in a while I kind of yeah. really want to because I yeah. do like watching them it's it's if very I take comfort. myself yeah if I take myself out of the fact that it's the same book I read and just like go into it the same way I do a Hallmark Christmas movie yeah right so mm-hmm. we're we're suspe- we're gonna suspend all belief and care and concern we're just going to live in the corniness.
0: Yeah, if you can like compartmentalize.
1: Yes, that's a great way book to put it.
0: And watch the movie. That's
1: a great way to put it. Be
0: like this is a terribly wonderful movie.
1: Like, the fact that, and this is a criticism of the book as well. Coming off of our last episode, we've talked about really strong female leads, right? Yes. There's a little damsel in distressy that I don't love that they give Bella in the books, but it's not as prominent as it is in the movies. It's almost like she can't exist for a single second without Edward. And that kind of gets explored more in the Mm -hmm. books. And there is a point, and I will say this, I was probably 18, 19 Mm -hmm. by the time the books... This portion of the books came out, where I was like, "This is unhealthy."
0: Yes, it's toxic.
1: This is very toxic. Yeah. This is very unhealthy. And also, at that time, was in a very toxic and unhealthy relationship with an older guy.
0: Yeah. Also, hundred and four. Practically, it <laughs> was twenty. Who I just, you know, like I. No, I think that's so true, and I think like that gets brought up a lot when anybody ever brings up these books is the fact that there is such a controlling aspect of the Edward and Bella relationship and like how it kind of, you can see how Stephanie Meyer being of Mormon background, how the man Mm. is like the protector, the caretaker, the... Like, I tell you what you're allowed to do and you listen to me vibe.
1: But then you have the other relationships, especially book centric, where like Rosalie's running the show and nobody fucks with Alice. And also, yeah, the Collins, like, yeah, Carlisle is
0: He's a amazing. partner. He's yeah.
1: a partner in his wife's life. Like, there is no I'm above you or below you. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of dynamic to explore there. And I get, I get it that it did glorify like a really toxic, <laughs> really toxic relationship. Yeah, yeah. And. I mean, he was a vampire. He was a vampire. And he so, was
0: 104, old fashioned, I mean, would you he say? Would, he could eat her. So. Hopefully. He's the definition. I'm sure he did. Of toxic. <laughs> <laughs> but we loved him. I just want you to book, know. That, book book him. him. Book him. And, and I'm not, I'm not shitting
1: on Robert Pattinson for this at no. all. This is, he did the best with what he had.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's the thing is like, given the popularity, given the following uh, all this stuff, like it had to be so nerve wracking going into this and then having it released and just like the kind of I don't know that there was backlash, but there was a lot of there was a lot. So a lot of hate.
1: She's going up again, J.K. against J.K. Rowling at that time was beloved. Yes. You know, and and J.K. Rowling's writing style very different than stephanie oh 100
0: percent. it was beautiful
1: <laughs> we love the art not the person people. yes
0: yes yes but yes it very different yeah. and
1: so yes she's getting criticism but like let's hold the freaking phone and i was just about to say yeah but this was stephanie meyer's first novel it was also jk rowling's novel yeah but we're just gonna pretend it was but she got a lot of shit so but mm-hmm. this book came out 20 2005 the first movie was coming out
0: 2008. 2008. That's not a big window of time. And it was like 60-something
1: million dollars debuting at the box office. That's massive. That's incredible. And so it wasn't perfect. And so we are big book talk people, right? So we read the ACOTAR series. We've read Throne of Glass. We've read... Like, we are in love with these series that are coming now to screen. Yeah. Fourth wing. And... Oh, talked to you. Crescent Sunny just came out today. So...
0: Last night. At at midnight. midnight. I mean, I guess. That's That's why
1: I got four hours of sleep last night. Mm -hmm. So this is why I feel bad because everybody says, don't twilight it. Yeah. This is what people measure
0: against. Especially the first movie. Yeah. I think like we don't have to dive into all of the movies today, obviously, or all the books today. There will be a part two to this, I'm sure. Yeah. But I think like it only, it took, uh, I don't even know how to like, it went in a direction that I don't know that I would want it to go in, but the production quality got better in some aspects.
1: Until we get to that motherfucking baby.
0: I think the CGI in a lot of them was horrific. It did not age well. And guess what? That's
1: what was available then. Exactly.
0: (laughs) And given the time, like a lot of that stuff was new. And if you didn't have a, I mean, I'm sure they had a massive budget for the second and third and so on, but I think like they were working with new technology, they were still figuring it out. Yeah. And this is a book where these are imaginary things that are being that are being brought to screen and like how do you make that look like everybody's imagination? Like you're dealing with millions of people I don't know how many people bought her book, but I'm, I'm assuming it's millions, millions. Million. So like, if you can think so about many millions. the, the enormous amount of pressure that is for a production company to then, you know, spit out a movie and it's not, it, it works.
1: It, it's so hard because, oh, I have the number here. The, the film the first film grossed more than three hundred and ninety-two million dollars worldwide. So, I think she did all right. Yes, but there was—you know, like you're you're reading a book and you're like, I can see this becoming a television show. Yes, and we've talked about this a lot with Akatar. Yeah. You can see it, but Mm -hmm. there is so much in the world of CGI that's available now, especially there's this new technology and things that have been created ever since a lot of like the Mandalorian shows and all these all Star Wars shows come out where the world can be behind you and Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be a CGI set that you guys are hanging out on. So everything can seem a little bit more realistic. Yeah. You couldn't have done Avatar in 2008. No. It would have been a joke. No.
0: And I think that's the thing is like, you know, given what they had and given what they were working with, they they did what they did the most they could to bring what the readers were envisioning. And obviously it's not going to be true for everybody. I mean, a perfect example of that is the baseball scene.
1: That was unfortunate. And the then, outfits were great. And
0: then the scene of where all of the mean vampires are coming. Never happened in the book. And um, the walking in the field on the treadmill. I mean, that's, that's sure. That's not great. A thing. Right? Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's little justice for Edward here. Yes. Let's get a little justice for yes. Edward and say that. I misquoted he's 103 and not 104. I'm uh, sorry uh, to age him. One year. But like you really miss out on that whole beautiful sto- story of who Carlisle is and what Carlisle's done for all of oh, them. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: And you also miss out on those vigilante years that Edward yes. has.
0: There's so much more character development in the books that you don't know You don't anything. Get, and, and truly, all surface.
1: The, the Carlisle story is so beautiful. It is. What it is. he does for all... It's not like all of these people, mm-hmm. his family, quote unquote. Yeah. So you've got just to go through them, you've got Edward, mm-hmm. you have Alice, Esme, who is the wife, and then you have Jasper and you have Rosalie and like and Emmett. And you have these family. Yeah. But they all come from these really tragic Things where Carlisle almost... They're dying. Carlisle's yeah. giving them this gift, especially Rosalie's story. Oh,
0: my gosh. It's so sad.
1: It is so sad. And you don't get that, obviously, until much later when Bella is pregnant. Yeah. And there's a... I don't know. I, I can understand where people have just seen the movie and been like, what a pile of shit.
0: Yeah. But if you had read the book and you it's know really the character... It's really beautiful. Yeah. Like
1: Their whole family dynamic is really beautiful. And there's...
0: And her... And... That's a great point, too, is like Rosalie's hatred or supposable, supposable, Supp- sure, that's not the right word. The yes. apparent <laughs> hatred that she's like, she always looks at Bella with such like anger and, and disdain frustration disdain and, and like, like disgust. and yeah. the whole time, like if you're watching the movie, you're like, wow, she really hates Bella. But then when you, if you know her from the book, you understand that so much more and you have empathy so for her so much more and it's like oh my gosh like she is looking at this girl and just her, her heart whole life is breaking
1: yes her whole her. life ahead of her she can live this long beautiful life and rosalie's life was taken from her violently yeah and bella is choosing to give up the life that Rosie, rosalie would do anything to yeah. have back to be a mom yeah. to have everything that
0: was taken, she, from, was her. taken
1: from her and like yeah. and then that goes back to Kind of the glorifying of what they've now deemed is a very toxic and abusive relationship <laughs> between the two of them, but there is such an empathy that you don't get mm-hmm. for any of the any of the colors yes
0: yes i yeah I agree where the
1: hell did this family crest come from? They all have this like they wear it differently, like Alice has her little choker, and they've got like that's not in the that's book. not on the book no. and i'm I'm okay with taking. Creative liberty is when you have to.
0: Yeah, but sometimes it's better if you just leave it alone. I I, think in that case they probably could have left left alone.
1: I do say, and I wish they would have explored it more, probably one of my favorite storylines, truly, Mm -hmm. with without the hotness of Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Is the the werewolf La Push that whole storyline, and I feel like it gets slept on. It does. It does. Everything else, but like those scenes where they're in the tent and Jacob is just like burning up and like all these things that you don't really get to explore in the movie at all.
0: Yeah, I think that's true. I think like for the Bella and Jacob friendship, like they have such a beautiful friendship. Beautiful. And you only like they just brush. They just brush. The it's really surface
1: head. level. And it's in not
0: movies. in like you don't even get a taste of that in the first book. If you're in the first movie like in the book, yes. In the movie, you, they barely brush on. Like she barely sees Jacob in the first movie. And then no. the second one, obviously, he's much more relevant and in, but it still feels like there it feels like there's something missing. Like when are they spending all this time together to get to know each other the way that they should? And like for him to feel the way he feels about her.
1: And it's a beautiful exploration of uh, friendship and especially at that age. Exactly. You have a male friend. He's your only friend and you're leaning on him and then you find out he likes you and it like breaks your freaking heart because you just love this person so much. And now you're going to lose him and he's going to be in your life whether you want him to be or not because your parents are best friends. Yeah.
0: And I think that's another thing that comes up a lot is the fact that Jacob kind of, He's not exactly kind to Bella when it comes to that. Like, he's definitely a little bit... um, His ego's hurt. His ego's hurt, but also I think he really plays her emotions on how she feels about him. Because, like, clearly she loves him, but not in the way that he loves her. Or at least that he thinks he loves her. Because clearly we know what happens with Jacob. Yeah. But I think, like, that's also another, like, kind of touchy subject. Because a lot of people were, like, he constantly would put her in the middle of, like... You know, this or that. And I and I I hear that and I get that. But then also, Bella's her own person. So at some point, she needed to kind of draw a line. And and stop blaming everyone for her shit. Exactly. And I think, like, in the book, it feels more defined. Whereas in the movies, you don't see it as much. I feel like in the book, there's a lot more emotion behind it. In the movies, it's just kind of like, no, Jake. Don't I need go. you. You're I need so you. Worse. And that's that dance in distress. I just you. And you're
1: like. And in the book, she's really going through it. Like, her yeah, heart is broken about this. And she just, you know. Oh, God. And it, it, there is a, a. All of us have friend zoned somebody. Yeah. You know that, like, we liked the cuter, older, more cool person, you know, yeah. that inherently we do find out the reason that Jacob hates Edward so much. Yeah. Is he knows. And they are mortal enemies in their species right so that intrinsic hatred of the two of them another there
0: another pride and prejudice reference
1: there it is man i didn't
0: even think about that
1: wow so i don't i don't want to shit on the movie entirely because there was so much excitement for me when it came out right Mm -hmm. and i was excited to see this thing that i loved so much on screen and yes there were disappointments but like there were also things to like Forks looked exactly like Forks should look, yes. look because yes. it was Forks. Yeah. And the way that it was dreary and gross the, and just. The valley. The valley and like all those things that needed to that look the important. way they did. It was, it looked really great. And.
0: How can we miss the worst thing. Okay. That I think from the okay. first movie is this is the skin of a
1: killer. Which is the cocktail you'll all be enjoying?
0: Yeah, <laughs> the skin of a killer. But that scene, <sighs> because that's such a that's such a crazy moment in the book. That when you see it in the movie, you're like, "What the?" In
1: the book, when that happens, you are like, "Oh my god!" You melt. This is oh my god! You're like your palms are oh, sweating. Everything is just it's it's Goose, like peak. I'm getting goosebumps it's just peak. thinking about it's it. Peak.
0: And then. And then the movie. Happens.
1: You know what that part is in the book? It's the Mister Darcy hand squeeze yes. in the movie.
0: that's what that part yes. is in the book. Yes,
1: in the movie.
0: In the movie, it is not.
1: It is like the comedic break. It
0: is what? It feels like an SNL skit. Is that a Berkeley? It's like I don't even a Ken doll. Yeah, and he someone painted him with like glittery nail polish. It's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. And it just happens so much throughout the movies and every time it's like
1: grr. and I don't care if you glitter do you? You do in the book. I get it.
0: Cringy. But of
1: all the glitters that they could have glittered, they glittered him like RuPaul's Drag
0: Race, which I love, Sly, but that that's not the glittering he, that he did in the book. And I don't know if you pick up on this, but in every every time every time he's glittery, they do this like slow. Oh
1: my god, it's literally like you're I <laughs> It's so embarrassing. I'm, like, getting secondhand embarrassment.
0: Like, obviously, it's part of the effect. Like, maybe they had to do a certain movement to make the effect work or whatever, but it's so cringe. Every single... And even, like, when Bella... Sorry, guys, spoilers. Even when Beller become, Beller, Bella becomes... Bella becomes a vampire. The first time she's out in the sun, it's just, like, this slow motion running, and you see her glitter, I and you're just I like... I just...
1: I, I truly... I'm getting embarrassed listening to you talk
0: about <laughs> the second it. embarrassment. I can't. I like guys, who saw that was like great.
1: I I'm telling you right now, I'm the type of person that in a movie when like someone gets really embarrassed, I have to like look away because I get so embarrassed. Yeah, so you embarrassed. Feel the embarrassment. I'm, I think my cheeks are getting. If you're watching the video right now, my cheeks are getting red. Yeah. Okay, so
0: it's just I, <laughs> the lion falls in love with the lamb. <laughs> oh,
1: grace and a crack. I will say. This this may have been my first smut book. It's light smut,
0: is it though?
1: When they're dry humping.
0: I mean, but not That's this book. book. Two. Yeah, yeah.
1: But like the kiss in the bedroom. Get,
0: it doesn't get good until. Although yes, to, to I'll say smut series. Yeah, I think like you get your take. Yes, okay. I I you know agree what I mean? it because the it keeps you. It, it want you want it book keeps, two. Yes, exactly, and then book three, and then book four. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously that poor
1: headboard among other things, among other things. But I will say this. OK, <sighs> to wrap this up in a nice little neat bow. Yeah. I'm happy the movies exist.
0: Yes. Agreed.
1: Very happy they existed. I think there will be justice for this series the way that Harry Potter is getting justice with the HBO show. Yes. Yes. I feel like someone will revisit this. I
0: do believe it is like I do think a network did pick up.
1: Oh, we must we must look yeah, this up. Yeah,
0: I almost think that there is a revision, and I think it is also a TV show. It or, has to be because or it's, some variation of yeah. <sighs> I do because it's been so the the movie. I think in November of 2023, yes, was the 15th anniversary of the movie.
1: Oh, okay, guys, a new cast is a must. For the main characters in the new Twilight remake television series. Yeah. A property soon to get a new TV series with HBO Max. So I don't know if they're because they're saying it's coming off the back of Harry Potter. So, yeah, a a Twilight reboot TV series was announced in April 2023. But where where are we getting this? Jacob Elordi would be a real good. A real good Edward. He has to be younger, though. Yeah. All right.
0: But I'm open to it. Oh my God, look what we I can, just pulled up. We can revisit.
1: Catherine Hardwick suggests Jacob Elordi would be a great choice to play Edward. I just said
0: That's that. That's so funny.
1: <gasps> I love this. Jenna Ortega as Bella.
0: Yes, I've heard That's that. That's
1: fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Who's going to remake it, though? Oh man. I don't, I don't think I'm sorry. No shame to you, Catherine Hardwick, but you you done fucked it up the first time, you shouldn't get a second chance.
0: Yeah. I agree. I think that uh let's let someone else give it a go, which is clearly the case because is it HBO that bought the rights?
1: It doesn't say in this article. If it is HBO, then you know it's going to be done right, which is also something that we talk about a lot when books to television or screen adaptations is like don't like Hulu had bought Akatar they still own the, they still have. Yeah, and it kind of got shelled, and everyone was kind of happy it's, because then Disney not, bought Hulu in,
0: yeah, in the process, yeah. and that it's it was reopened the project. I know, but I don't I know want Hulu to have. It. I know, I don't either. I was like excited, and then I was like,
1: Oof. not Hulu. Oof.
0: Also. We don't need to really touch on this, but just kind of a fun little fact. I'm ready. There is also, I never read it, but um, I know a lot of people. So Twilight is in the, or through the eyes of Bella. Yes. But there is a Edward version. Read it. And um, it's not written by Stephanie Myers, correct?
1: So it is, are you talking about the Midnight Sun?
0: No, it's like Twilight through uh, through Edward's eyes or... Edward's Wait, isn't that what Midnight Sun is? Edward's Twilight or no, it's that that's like a totally different. Okay. It's literally Twilight but being like the exact story of Twilight but through Edward's eyes.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought Midnight Sun was. Yeah, that's what it is. So Midnight Sun 2020 companion. But um, look up but look- The work retells Twilight from the perspective of Edward.
0: Yeah. Nope, that's not uh, yes. But, but there's another yes.
1: like a fan right. fiction. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. and it's better.
0: Yes. It's a total it's a different author. It's a different yes. Sorry. I was like, yes, but there's another one. And it kept coming up when is I was looking up. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. But you can buy a physical book of it.
1: Okay, because so I like me I to, like me some fan fiction. I know.
0: And and I yeah, it's I usually don't dirty it's,
1: and I like that. I don't
0: yeah. I would assume it probably
1: I is. I hope it's real pretty.
0: It's supposed to be the same story. Well it's not going to be dirty. So. That sucks. But there's several of them. So I would assume they've done more than one. So maybe it does get. Also, here's just something
1: as we wrap up here that's always bothered me. And we're just going to say it, you know. You're being told that these people are a family. But then four of them are fucking each other.
0: Yeah. How's that work?
1: And we're okay with it, I guess.
0: Yeah. Because they're adopted.
1: I don't I don't care. And remember, just, like,
0: in the book, two of them are twins. I know, I just
1: I can't get behind this. Like <laughs> no one's questioning that. No No one. adoption agency? No No Child Protective Services is like, hey, these kids first of all, have been in high school for 78 years. Also, they're all supposed to
0: be the same age. It's supposed to be juniors and seniors.
1: I don't know. But you know what I do like? The the wall in the movie with all the graduation caps from all the graduations they've had. I do like that. And
0: also the scene where Edward is at the little uh, salad bar and Bella's getting her food and she drops the apple and he catches it like the book cover.
1: Yeah. We did have an apple for the table, guys. That was
0: a fun little, like, in the years When that happened, everyone was like, oh my God,
1: it's the book cover. Did you see The Midnight? Showing, I did. Yeah, same. We we were
0: pro- what if we were in the same one? With a whole lot of older women. Yeah, yeah. Well, like a whole lot of. Which I is hate, us now. That's us. <laughs> I was just going to say <laughs> to break it to you. We that's are us. the older women. Yeah, I'm Great. okay with it. I'm okay with it. Hey, they were.
1: I'm just saying. We were rocking. I'm just saying. They
0: knew it was good.
1: I feel like we don't even need to say this, but watch it or read it. Read, read
0: it. it. <laughs> Now, I will say after you read it, if you want to just for fun, watch it, do it. But don't watch it before reading
1: it. Oh, my God. No. And if you have watched it and not read it and you're like, this is a pile of trash heap.
0: Yeah. please. There's a the reason book. why.
1: Mm-hmm. Or if you're like, I really like this. Read the book. Your mind is going to be blown. You're going to be like, I can't believe I liked this swill.
0: Yeah. Just do it.
1: Just do it. And I another thing I do want to say, mm-hmm. if the TV gets remade. Other than Edward, what do what are we looking for? What is our number one?
0: Oof. That's a fair question.
1: I want them to take their time describing the characters so you have empathy and also that final scene, which is not what we're talking about now. But if we're yeah. talking about the remake.
0: If it's a story, like if it's a show, I feel like, you know, you could do seasons, obviously, yes. like probably a book a season. Yes and depending on how many episodes you can do in a season i feel like they could really dive into a lot more of the like side characters yeah and it would give bella really a personality give, it, give edward a personality yeah like maybe don't make her so damselly in it make her come across more like she is in the book but then also i think the other characters i think that they could definitely use some more screen time yeah like just fucking do it the way it was written <laughs> <laughs> just take the book and make it into and the just show. do it and just I, I, I'm going it. to say
1: another thing I would like obviously run with it if we're doing this keep that world with the werewolves and the push and like that whole area mm-hmm. give it the credit it's due like yeah. focus more on that because it's a huge part in laying the groundwork for what comes later
0: it's so true And on that note, about three things, I was absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. Second, there was a part of him, and I didn't know how potent that part might be that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. And that's the part we love. It's so good. And that's a huge part of the
1: book. Huge part of the book. So read it. And that's it that's okay so again we just touched on the first one yeah. we'll come back for the others we'll be back we'll give justice to the rest of this to the saga yeah. but that's twilight
0: and as always we want to know what you guys think yes did you watch it did you read it did you love it did you hate it just now
1: head over to all the socials tell us follow us like us and subscribe because that helps us a lot And so make, that we can keep doing this and
0: make the cocktails
1: with us we want you to drink yes, with us yes and we want you to tag us some pictures of you drinking them yes so again we're going to have the recipes every week posted before the episode comes out so you can get all of your fun little ingredients and get ready and make the cocktails with us and I mean, like, I listen to podcasts while I drive my car, so I won't be drinking the cocktails while I drive my car. But maybe you get
0: home after, you know, you get home
1: the late night cocktail. Absolutely. As always, we want to thank the team behind Watch It or Read It. Our editor, Katie Yoner, our production coordinator, Nicole Vargas, our associate producer, Lou Barron, our video producer, Kyle Bosch, our executive producer, Tommy West. And as always, Watch It or Read It is produced by Gotham West Studios. Head over and follow us on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at Watch It or Read It.